0: Hello, sisters, and welcome back to another episode of the Intentional Abundant Life Podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Starr-Robertson, and today I have a very special guest that you have heard multiple times, Robbie Robertson.
1: Hello, everyone.
0: He is back to have another conversation with me, and I don't even really know what we're, what we're going to talk about today other than he says, we're talking about doing your best every day and how your best is different every day. So... Without further ado, let's do this jingle and then dig right in. Welcome to the Intentional Abundant Life Podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Starr Robertson, Jesus Freak, Mom Blessed by Adoption, Wife, Wonderluster, and your Intentional Living and Biblical Mindset Coach. If you're here, you're likely a busy woman wearing multiple hats, the most important of which being child of God and mom simultaneously. You have a desire to live more intentionally, striving to be a good steward of all the gifts that God has given you, and you want more productively peaceful days. Well, you're in the right place, sister, because that is exactly what we do here. First, building on a foundation of faith with purposeful priorities, while mastering our mindset and implementing simple self-care. So mama, grab your coffee, Or strap your kiddos in the car seat, and let's jump into today's episode.
1: So today I want to talk about doing your best every day, and how your best is different every day. It seems kind of like a simple subject, simple topic, but uh, you really have to dig a little bit deeper into it. So we we would think first about doing your best every day, and I think a lot of people will get hung up on that. Everybody believes that you need to put in. Maximum effort daily that pedal to the metal top speed if if the car can go 186 miles an hour That's what the expectation is and the reality is that those days exist But they're definitely not every day and that's where it is so important to have the second part of that statement Your best is different every day now your motto is intentional abundance and uh, oddly enough, you've never actually asked me what it means to me. And I would like to offer that to you if I may.
0: Yeah, actually, that's it's my business name, not my motto. But I do ask, what does intentional abundance mean to you? So, so
1: thank you. So intentional abundance to me is living out loud and very deliberately. It is taking charge of your life Um, it's very carpe diem in a sense where you wake up every day and you say how can i make the most out of what i am given what I'm, i'm i'm able to steward how can i do the most with my body my mind my time my resources my finances the weather the things that i have been entrusted to steward how can i make the very most out of those and how can i serve them the very best and i recognize that Every day is gonna be a different day because you're a little bit different every day. The version of you that got eight hours of rest after a nice reprieve from some responsibilities who walks outside in a perfectly sunny 68 degree day is going to be able to do a different level of best than the version of you that had COVID because the day that you had COVID, the very best that you could probably manage that day is I woke up, I made it to the bathroom, I made it to the kitchen, and I made it all the way to the couch and found the TV remote. And that's the best that you could do on that particular day. And we have to, we have to figure out where the the common ground is to where you prepare yourselves for the days that you're not going to be tip top quality versus the days that you can. So the days that you can do an exceptional level of your very best, you use those days to prepare yourself, to give you grace for the days that it's a lot less than that. And that's not just necessarily being sick and having COVID and moms right now, I'm speaking specifically to you because sometimes you've got two, three, four, five, six kiddos running around the house, And sometimes there's a variety of uh, different animals that you you swear grew up in the same barn that your children did, depending on the day. (laughs) And the very best that you can do is keep all of them alive. Make sure that as many fingers and toes remain as they did at the beginning of the day and that you didn't burn the chicken nuggets or the macaroni and cheese. And when you can get through those days, then there are better days that are ahead where you're doing your very best because now we're going to sit down and everybody's going to be reading books today. And we're going to go for a nice long family walk and we're going to do some gardening in the yard and everybody's going to get to learn about plants and they're going to learn about how to work in the dirt and how to work as a team. And then a couple days later, you're going to have the meltdown day again. And the best that you can do is just to keep everybody alive. The key is to do your best every day that you are given. And God doesn't give us more than we can handle through him. And we have to remember that that's grace. And if God is extending that grace to us, we are allowed to extend that grace to ourselves and you're going to know what your limits going to be. Some days, you know, you're, you're feeling really good and you have miles of patience for that toddler that just absolutely refuses to take a nap or use the potty in the manner that it is intended to be used. And those are great days to have a spouse around where, you know, their best might be at a different place than your best. Those might be the days that it's time for a tag out. So that is one of the reasons that I believe that two parents always work better than one. And I'm always so thankful to have you around um, because there are times that I need you to bump me out. And there's sometimes some times that you need to be bumped out by me. And uh, our collaborative best ends up being better than our individual bests.
0: Yeah. Wow. So I feel like I have nothing to add to this because that was just, I'm, I'm encouraged. (laughs) I'm filled up just knowing that you, you also have days where your best is different and like You're talking about, you know, the days that your kid is sick all night or up all night, you know, and you're, and you're up out of bed six, eight times throughout the night, the kid goes to bed late, wakes up early. The weather's gloomy. You're, you have this massive to-do list and you feel like everything needs to get done right now, but you can't get anything done because your kids won't get off of you. And everything that could go wrong seems to be going wrong. Like, obviously your best those days are survival mode, but I'm all about productively peaceful days. And, and to me, it's more of them not being like that. It's the occasional one is like that. And when it is, I love that you said, you know, through Christ, through God. Um, and I love that caveat on all of these like worldly phrases that we can hear a lot these days, you know, I am worthy. I add in Christ, um, And God won't give you more than you can handle through him. And I think that that caveat is, is exactly correct in that, you know, he, he will allow us constantly to be in situations where we are at the end of our rope and we have to realize and humble ourselves and know that we need to turn to him. That's what he's there for. He wants us to be in relationship with him and to turn to him. And then also recognizing that. There are days like those. I know you said 68 degrees. Some people, you know, are probably like, "Whoa, that's cold. <laughs> that's a cold day." <laughs>
1: 68 is amazing in Alaska. <laughs>
0: yeah, for us that's like perfect, you know, 70, 72, 68, like right around that is like especially if there's not much of a breeze, you're not near a glacier, like that is amazing weather. Sun is shining. Um that is peak performance, you know, mentality. But um you know, for some of you that might be, you know, 85 is my perfect ideal temperature. But if you could just imagine yourself on those amazing days where you are productive, where you are getting stuff done, and and what can I do on those days to help even set myself up for success on the days where it is going to be those gray, gloomy, everything is coming at you days. And a couple of things come to mind for me, but, but number one is just making sure that we are seeking God on the mountaintops as much as in the valleys. I think sometimes we can get on those mountaintops or be in those, you know, productive days where we're like, I have so much to do. I don't have time to spend with the Lord, but really it is making sure that we are seeking him first and foremost in everything that we're doing all the time, not just in the valley lows. Um, And I think that helps build up that, that faith muscle. And it helps build up, um, that scripture that is written on your heart and on your mind, kind of like Deuteronomy six talks about. Um, but what are Robbie, some other things that you would say you do in your like intentionally abundant living in doing your best on those days that are those more, productive days that are those like peak days that can help set you up for greater success on those days where it is like, maybe my best today is just survival.
1: And I'm actually so glad you asked that because that's a challenge that I have for myself that I challenge everybody that's listening to this to do is it goes right back to your core message of living peacefully, productive days to take that mentality to take that idea and apply it. Okay, I've got the energy, the wherewithal, the bandwidth today to to think on this, to meditate on this and to invest in this. So how am I going to what investment am I going to make today for a long-term return in the long run? How am I going to change my life? What micro decision am I going to make and reinforce today that's going to help make my best a little bit better, especially on the days when my old best wasn't quite great, because even though you're doing your best, you're not necessarily doing great means that you have room for improvement. And there are days where you can handle the chaos better, more productively, more peacefully. Um, You can you can approach it with more patience. You can take a different approach to it by just uh, your mindset. So taking the days that you do have it all together where it's not just chaos and a tornado in your mind and learning what tools you have at your disposal. What language can I use when I talk to my children? What language can I use when I talk to my spouse? What language can I use when I talk to myself? Mm. What negative self-talk can I coach myself out of in this time? What, what tools can I use to divert the attention uh, from, from something negative that's happening? We were just listening to, um, I forget who it was, but a really powerful piece the other day about a guy who said that he found a way to reprogram his kid in the middle of a temper tantrum to start using the frontal lobe, the logic center of his brain by asking him questions in the middle of a temper tantrum. And he was able to change the narrative of that, that temper tantrum mid tantrum. And I was like, that sounds really cool. And I have applied this this week uh, in dealing with our son with a hundred percent success rate. All I have to do is just crack the code just to get in there for one time. What color is this? Oh, it's blue. How many of these are there? One, two, three. And the next thing you know, the thing that we were absolutely melting down about has now become a, uh, an afterthought. It's behind us. So my best that day was better than it was a week ago. And I didn't learn the thing in that moment. I learned the thing on the day that everything else was going great. Mm-hmm. And I didn't just... Rest on my laurels, bask in the glory of how great today is going. I mean, I did that as well, but I also recognized, all right, we've got some space here. We need to use it. You know, um, those are the days that you figuratively do some spring cleaning, but you do it inside of your soul because you don't do spring cleaning in December. No, the house is destroyed. You are just cooking, baking cookies, trying to keep alive. <laughs> but when it gets to be May, May timeframe, and you can open the garage doors and every window in the house, that's when you spring clean. So when you have those May days in your mind those are the days you need to open your own windows and you need to get in there and you need to invest better on for what's coming.
0: You can tell this is timely because it's May right now and the sun is shining and it's today is not a 68 degree day, but I think essentially what I was hearing when you were talking was about this, like getting out of this like accelerator break kind of lifestyle where it's like, um, Well, now I do believe in rest days. I do believe in like completely unplugging and stepping back. And like, I believe God did command that. You've heard that here on the podcast multiple times about honoring the Sabbath and, and the importance of that and resting, but like in, in getting out of this like accelerator break, okay, today's a productivity day. I'm going to get all the things done. And then, and then kind of seeing how long you can sustain that until you reach the point of burnout. And then, and then you need kind of like to hit the brakes and say, nope, I'm tuning out the whole world. Like I'm, I'm upset at everything kind of having these ebbs and flows and, and cycles. Um, Obviously we're all going to ebb and flow a little. I think that's, that's totally normal, but, but not being like full on accelerator to full on brake mode, but, but I'm. In saying this, like, I feel like I, I can see oftentimes myself and others where we have like the accelerator mode and then it's only to the top of the mountain. And then you kind of just let off the gas and feel like you can just coast. And then you're wondering why you're back at the bottom, but it's because you just coasted all the way to the bottom. You you exactly. didn't continue to just like kind of pedal on the throttle a little bit and like sustain um it was just accelerator and then and then off and and so making sure on those mountaintops on those more productive days you are making the time to invest like you said in in yourself and in, in learning tools and resources that that you can then use um on the lower days and and even thinking about this you know it's kind of like that You had mentioned like coaching yourself through, but I think about, um, I'm trying to think of the word for it, like role-playing almost, if you will. So an example, I guess, is like, I was just doing this, um, with my son, we've got this puppy and, and sometimes if, if they're playing rough and running around the yard or whatever, like solo will fall down or um, the puppy will jump on him like in just an angle where he, where he knocks him to the ground a little bit but then he stays down and then the puppy is like oh you're my new toy I'm playing with you and just like can get a little bit rough with him and it's like this is totally normal right so I'm trying to tell my son in that moment get up get up pick yourself up off the ground and then she will stop coming at you in the same fashion And and he's in like you were saying kind of like that meltdown mode like he's not hearing what I'm saying and processing it logically. So when we were back inside later in the day, away from this scenario, it was kind of like one of those mountaintop moments. I said, okay, so remember, what are you supposed to do if you get knocked down like that? You got to get back up. And then we kind of role played that a little bit. So now when we're outside of that low, low situation, we're able to prepare with those techniques, with those tools, with that knowledge to be able to help us when we do get into those lower or chaos moments, because they're going to come life ebbs and flows. Like it is what it is. We're moms. We live in this mom life. Um, 24 seven, we have families, we have homes, we have husbands, we have, you know, other people that we're in service to with all the needs changing all the time. And, and everyone seeks out, Mom, it's a huge reason why I wanted to be a mom is because it's it's such an important role to fill and and people not just want you, they not just need you, you know, at times, but they want you too. Um so making sure I guess we're preparing ourselves in those high moments like you're saying and not not accelerating till we get to the top and then just taking the foot off and coasting while it's easy.
1: It's actually a really funny uh Example that you use there uh, imagery because people that hypermile their vehicles, they actually say, don't coast down Hills. That's when you actually use your, your time to hit the gas because you're building up enough momentum to get through the low part of the Hill to get back up the very next one. And, uh, this, this whole scenario that you've just described, um, with our son where he got knocked down by the puppy and he's just getting knocked down and beat up and he's just, he's leaving himself in this place and he's continually feeling the trauma and the assault of what's going on in that moment reminds me of a quote from Winston Churchill, which is when you're going through hell, keep going. Mm -hmm. So the it's not to say that there's, Oh, you are just going to avoid this. No, you're not going to avoid it. It's you're going to experience it. It's going to happen to you again. And just like another cliche goes, Uh, it doesn't get easier. You just become stronger. And that's the whole point of this. Do your best every day. And your best is different every day is that you are taking the time to make yourself stronger so that these periods of time are shorter. These burdens are lighter. You are able to handle what happens to you. You are conditioned for it to make you better and you make your best even better and you become the best version of yourself and honestly the best tool to use through that is a 66 page or 66 book compilation written by our lord and savior that is given to us it is the strongest tool that we have and better than any gym you're ever going to experience because every answer you need is in there
0: amen to that so I think one thing that we commonly do when we have these conversations is I don't want to say flip the script, but kind of like tip it over and put it on its head. Maybe, I don't know. I'm not as great with these like analogies or metaphors like you are. Um, But like, we're looking at it kind of at this micro level, but I think even looking at it, this macro level and something that we were talking about earlier today, maybe, or yesterday when you and I were talking about, you know, we've seen people in life too, that kind of just like, um, live with this mentality on a larger picture where it's like, okay, I've got money now. Let me spend it. I can finally get all of the fun things that I have wanted, or they've taken the opportunity in the prime of their life, whether that's, you know, in their twenties and thirties and forties to kind of live this life life like a party. Like, and so then when they get older, they're like, well, I should have X, Y, and Z, or I should be able to X, Y, and Z. But really they chose their X, Y, and Z earlier in life. And then now they don't have like, I guess the privilege or the freedom to be able to live the lifestyle that they want at, at an older age. And so I was just thinking about when we were having this conversation that that maybe they weren't doing their best every day in that season they were doing more what they wanted in that season and so now they don't get to do what they want later they literally have to do their best every single day um so are you understanding what i'm saying like can oh you absolutely yeah
1: no this is the this is the 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 children in the M&M experiment mm-hmm. You know, uh, experiment goes, put a toddler in a room with an M&M. Don't eat this M&M. We'll come back in 10 minutes. If you don't eat this M&M, you'll get two. And then some will go for the instant gratification and some will actually see the investment in later time. I think what you're getting at is people that have an instant gratification kind of a life, they don't plan for any better. So on their days when things go exceptionally well, they bask in it mm. and they only bask in it. So uh, actually I want to take this back a minute. So I had said 68 degree day because you can get a lot done on a 68 degree day. If you give me a 78 degree day. I'm in the backyard in a hammock reading a book. Mm, it's a little I'm, too nice. It's too nice. <laughs> I'm basking in it. I'm not I'm not investing anymore. And that's that's my problem. I have to work on that. But I think there's people that spend those times when they should be waiting for the two MMs, they're munching on the one. Mm.
0: Yeah. And I think that's kind of what I'm saying too. And, and the doing your best every day is in every season too, because every season is going to look different. The season with a woman who literally just came home from labor and delivery and whose body is like torn and battered is, is going to be able to do differently than the one with a toddler, than the one with four toddlers, than the one with teenagers and the one with kids who've grown out of their home. And And every season is going to be different. We're in a season right now of of waiting for adoption. And even this season of waiting is completely different than the last one. Oh, yes. But even in the last one, even when it was the mountaintops or the valley lows, we were leaning in and learning and growing. and, And God was showing us how to do it better this next time. And so... Even our best every day now is completely different than our best every day was then. Even though the seasons are similar, it's still a completely different season. Absolutely. So your best every day and your best in every season and your best every day is different and your best in every season is different.
1: Yes, absolutely. I would say too, the people that didn't invest, they were not doing their best that day. Mm. That the best was happening for them.
0: Yeah, that's a really good, really good point. Well, I think that is it for today's topic and conversation about doing your best every day and every day being different. So, I hope that you have learned and received from this. I hope that you have found value in this message. If you have, please, please, please leave a review. That means more than most in this season of life, since my podcast is my primary focus of content right now. And the more ears that fall on this is the more people that get to be blessed. So thank you in advance. I am looking forward to reading that review. And if you are not already in the Intentional Abundance community over on Facebook. The link is in the show notes, join the community, follow along with the conversations that come up about this and just be encouraged and poured into and take steps forward to living this productively peaceful days. Thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful day.